everyone. Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos were back at practice today as they continued to prepare to face the Houston Texans this Sunday. We'll hear from head coach Sean Payton, quarterback Russell Wilson, and safety Justin Simmons as they all spoke to the media. All that and more coming up. The Denver Broncos were back on the practice field today as they set their sights on the Houston Texans. The Broncos will travel to Texas this weekend for the start of a three-game road stretch. And head coach Sean Payton and quarterback Russell Wilson talked today about how they approach these road games. You know, when the season comes out, I don't think you look at, I always say this, you look at where you're playing some teams. But, you know, we played a number of home games and uh, you're really just looking at this week, you know. Um... I do know that the remaining six, four of the away are all inside, and then the other two are here outside. But um, I don't think there's anything different relative to um, playing on the road um, versus home or three games. It's not a big deal. I think rather than thinking of it as a challenge, I think you look at it as an opportunity. I think the thing about you know where we want to go and all the things that you want to be able to do and accomplish you got to go on the road, you know, uh, you know, for big moments sometimes. And I think the best thing about it is you, you, you just look at it as a collection of moments. You know, it's not any bigger game than any other. All the games are important. All the games are significant. And I think that you're just a collection of 75 moments within a game that you want them to have great moments. And I think the, the best part that we can do is, is, is uh, really focus on us. Communication is really important. Eye contact is really important. All the, all of that. And then, at the end of the day, you know, uh, got to make plays. You know, players make plays, and that's what we're going to do. And uh, we're going to be ready to, to rock and roll and play great, great football. And as they look ahead to the Texans, both quarterback Russell Wilson and a safety Justin Simmons talked today about Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud and how impressed they've been with him. Yeah, I think C.J. has been impressive, man. He's been having one of the best rookie years, um, you know, ever. And I think that. Uh, you know, I, I've been able to watch, you know, what he's done, his greatness so far. Um, you know, he's got a great, you know, he's got a great gene in him. I call it the clutch gene. He's got some, got some, uh, got some it factor to him. You, you see that. You saw that in college too, you know. So I think it translates from college to the, especially the league that he played in and, and the Big Ten and everything else. So I think it's translated. The number one thing that comes to mind is poise. When you watch him on film, he, uh, he's been in a lot of tough situations. Um, I mean, game-winning drives and, He's put up big numbers, but I think it's the, it's the poise for me as a young guy to be able to go in and, and execute when he needs to. The number one thing that comes to mind, there's multiple cases of this, but, um, you know, they played the Bengals and, you know, he throws the almost like a pick six and uh, the next drive he comes out there and, I mean, it's not even affecting him. And um, that could be challenging for, you know, a young quarterback or any player in general, you know, to give up a play like that and then to come back and, you know, finish out the game. So... Uh, yeah, he's got a lot of talent, and uh, it's going to be a great challenge for us defensively going down to Houston and trying to get a big AFC win. Plus, head coach Sean Payton and Russell Wilson went on to talk about Texans head coach D'Amico Ryans and what they've seen from his defense. Well, they play hard as can be, and that's how he was as a player. I remember, you know, when he was in Houston, you know, and so you see that on film. You see the 11 guys to the ball, um, you know, it's it's very evident on tape. It's a similar scheme that they ran in San Francisco, um, and so you're, you're able to. Each week's different. You know, you're able to look at the structure of the defense and say, all right, this is what it is. Now it just presents different challenges. How the ends play, 
um, how the in, inside tackles play. But they play hard. Um, they're getting pressure on the quarterback, and they've been good against the run. I mean, it, you know, when you watch them, um, it's a tough group to run the ball against. And like I said, conversely, with their offense and even their kicking game, this is a young team, you know, that believes. And, and that's, a, that's a dangerous opponent. Well, I think, you know, obviously, uh, Coach D'Amico Ryans, he was a great player, obviously a great coach. I had to go against him several times um, over the years and just, um, you know, he, he, he coaches his guys, you know, with great discipline, um, great tenacity on the defensive side of the ball. They fly around. They do a lot of great things. He was doing that at the 49ers. He's done it here uh, with the Texans. And it's been impressive just to watch uh, what they've done, the turnaround they've had and everything else. I think that he's, he's, uh, he's, he's an enthusiastic coach. He's a detailed coach. Um, and they got great players. Russ also talked about how he approaches these high-stake games and how he stays neutral despite the team's recent success. I, I think that's part of the reason why I always tell you guys about, you know, talk about being neutral. I, I just really believe it. I've, you know, gone through the, some of the highest, best moments. I've gone through a couple lows. And, you know, I think that you just be even kill and understand that you keep working. It's all about the work. It's all about the passion. It's all about the love of the game. It's all about the detail. And then what happens is, is that when, when you do have success, you know, it, it normalizes for you. You understand that that's that's who we, who we're destined to be. That's who we are. That's who we can be. And and uh, I think, um, and the best part about it is, I mean, everybody starts believing it and knowing it and seeing it and feeling it. So I think that's what we've have been experiencing so far. And we haven't done anything yet, though. We got a lot more work to do. A lot more football left. And uh, and we believe in each other. We believe in ourselves. And I think. The best part is I think each guy individually believes in themselves. Justin Simmons added to that, talking about the team's mentality as they head into a game that could affect their playoff picture. That's that's, that's the beauty of playing this game is you want to be, uh, you want to go into a game where, hey, such and such and such and such is at stake, right? And, you know, we're talking about playoffs and all that other stuff. But um, to answer your question more specifically, the the best way to answer it is this is the biggest game of the season because it's the next game. And I think for us, um, it's why I'm so proud of the, the guys and the way that we've been handling things is because uh, there has been a little bit of success, but the, the preparation and the work behind that has never changed and has never wavered. Um, I mean, last week's game was a huge game in terms of, you know, you're talking about the bigger picture of, of continuing to play past the regular season. Um, but the guys came in and worked and, you know, didn't change anything that they were doing and put their head down and, hey, we'll do what we need to do and we'll look up at the end of the game to see where we're at. And so that's the mindset for us is this is the next big, this is the biggest game of the season because it's the next game and it's a must-have win for us. And um, it's against a great opponent. So we have our work cut out for us defensively and uh, we're going uh, to have to pack our defense going on the road in order to win in Houston. Now it's time to take a look at today's injury report. Wide receiver Jerry Judy did not participate in today's practice. Kicker Will Lutz and wide receiver Marvin Mims Jr. were limited. And outside linebacker Baron Browning and wide receiver Brandon Johnson were both full participants. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio for a more in-depth look at today's news is fellow team reporter Phil Milani. Phil, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Sid. Ready to go in-depth. Oh, yeah. Phil, this is a high-stakes AFC matchup yeah. this weekend. I mean, arguably one of the biggest games of the season. Both teams heading into this one six and five. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be a big game. I think yeah. uh, excited to just uh, see how, you know, every week, the, you know, when you keep winning, each game gets a little bit more mm -hmm. important. And uh, so far, the Broncos have responded in those types of games. But yeah, another big AFC game here. Uh, you want to 
be able to have the tiebreakers over teams like Houston right. come the end of the season. So, mm -hmm. yeah, this is going to be a big one. And this is a Houston team that is a lot like the Broncos. You know, like they've got a new head coach there this season. Um, they've got good quarterback play. Their defense uh, plays with a lot of confidence. So, yeah, yeah I, uh, these two teams are very similar. And um, up until last week, the Texans had won three in a row. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, literally at the last second last, last second. week against Jacksonville, the kick goes off the crossbar and yeah. uh, they end up losing that one. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a tough test for the Broncos. Definitely. Well, that was a good game last week uh, versus Jacksonville for them. Yep. Looking at the Texans, I know. You know, Sean Payton, Justin Simmons, Russ even talked about C.J. Stroud earlier oh today. I mean, he looks like an experienced quarterback out there. He does not yeah. look like a rookie at all. Yeah, very poised. Very mm -hmm. seems very comfortable in the pocket. Big guy who can move around. He, yeah. did, he had a rushing touchdown last week. Mm -hmm. um, able to throw the ball down the field really yeah. well. That's where uh, a, a good chunk of uh, his yardage has come from. But he's on pace to set the the rookie record for quarterbacks uh, for the most passing yards. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he's on pace to break Andrew Luck's record. And it's not just him. Him and Tank Bell together. That duo. They're I think on pace to be the best rookie duo for both of them uh, uh so i think yeah. that uh, uh he's going to be a, a significant challenge and Definitely. it's been interesting here the last couple of weeks the broncos have faced younger quarterbacks you know that have uh, been on a on an uptick mm -hmm. and uh, now it's uh, cj stroud who might be the best of all of them so yeah. uh but still a young quarterback so uh you know i think that the recipe sort of stays the same try Definitely. to get pressure on him try to make him think out there anytime players are thinking a little bit too much it means you're not playing as fast so Definitely. make them think give them uh, different looks try to disguise some stuff and then bring a lot of pressure and you saw the broncos do that last week where you know uh safe nice pj lock is coming on a safety mm -hmm. blitz and you're just doing different kinds of things to make uh, a younger quarterback who hasn't seen everything right. make them think a little bit longer but stroud has been amazing only five interceptions this year uh, that is truly outstanding mm -hmm. You know, it's funny, last week with with the Browns, the defense went against a run-heavy offense. Now they're looking at a pass-heavy offense. I mean, you mentioned Tank Dell. They have a lot of talented receivers out there. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, and it's like a lot of speed and good mm -hmm. size. So, uh, yeah, the secondary is going to have to be on it, yeah. I think. Uh, the Broncos secondary has been playing very well, very though. Well. They have not given up a 75-yard uh, receiver mm -hmm. in, since week five. Oh, wow. So they've really good turned things around. Phil. Yeah, that's a, good, yeah. that's a good little stat there. So, uh, And they've not given up a 50-yard receiver plus a touchdown mm -hmm. uh, since week five either. So wow. um, they've done a, a good job against opposing uh, uh, receivers, the number one targets. PS2 has done a good job against that yeah. guy. And so, uh, um, yeah, but this, this team likes to really go down the field, though. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, a little bit different than playing the Browns a week ago, a physical team that really likes to run the ball. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to see who dictates what kind of game this is you know right. will the broncos defense be able to say hey we're going to play this smash mouth uh, physical style of football or will it be the texans who say no we're going to air this thing out and make mm -hmm. you make you guys play this way it's going to be sort of a battle on which style of game it's going to be i Definitely. think 
Well, the Texans, I mean, their defense doesn't get talked a lot about a lot because of how good their offense is and CJ Stroud. But I mean, with D'Amico Ryan's yeah. head in that group, I mean, they're pretty they're pretty good too. Yeah, and uh, Sean Payne was asked about that today and uh, said, "Look, you see a lot of the same things that you saw with uh, the 49ers. Right. You're seeing a lot of that here with uh, Houston, and uh, they've got a lot of talent on that side of the ball too. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately for the Broncos, Russell Wilson uh, has never lost to D'Amico Ryan's uh, as a defensive coordinator." Yeah. They, they played each other, obviously, with Seattle and mm-hmm. the 49ers there. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. I think uh, the Broncos, you know, they want to start things up front. You know, uh, the offensive line, uh, I think we talked to – Three of the offensive linemen in the locker, <laughs> the locker room today, today. you know, uh, Mike McGlinchey, Garrett Bowles, mm-hmm. Lloyd Cushenberry III. Uh, these guys, they're sort of uh, getting a, sort of an identity here a little yeah. bit. Like, hey, we're, we've got a talented offensive line. We're going to run the ball on you guys mm-hmm. and force you to try and stop that. And then if you do, we're going to try and beat you over the top. And, uh, you know, for the Broncos, I think that that's a good mentality to have. Hey, we're going to try and dictate the pace of this game where, where you're going to have to try and stop some really talented talented running backs. Javante Williams saw AJ Ryan last week, uh, really getting it done on the ground. Yeah. 39 rushes, Sid. I think that anytime you're around that 40 carry mark, mm-hmm. you're winning those kind of football games. Definitely. So um, if you if, the, if it can be that kind of a style of game, I think the Broncos will find some success. But uh, I think the nice thing about this offense is that if they try to take that away, Russ is more than capable of beating you uh, down the field too. Absolutely. So, um, you know, you talk about Corlin Sutton, mm-hmm. the chemistry those guys have. Jerry Judy uh, has made a couple of plays here over the last right. few weeks. And even Marvin Mims, yeah. the catch he had on third down last week, it was a deflected pass. He had to, like, reach behind him and I'm, make that catch. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, that just goes to show that he's still locked in. Definitely. Even though he's getting n- not a lot of targets, he's still locked in. So yeah. Might be getting Brandon Johnson back, Maybe too. Brand- I know he was yeah, back he at practice. To, so. Yeah, he returned to practice. So, um yeah, there's some good depth there at that wide receiver spot. So yeah. if they need to, I think they can try to beat you that way too. But they want to start up front. Yeah. Phil, there was a lot of talk today about, you know, with this team being on a five-game win streak, the mentality and the approach to each game. And I know, you know, Russ has always talked about staying neutral and being able to focus on week by week. And I know Justin, he mentioned something that kind of stuck out to me. He said, you know, everything's a little bit heightened right now in the locker room and yeah. the, the vibes and everything, but they do have to take it game by game because you can't get it like ahead of yourselves. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I think that the teams that tend to like overlook their opponent a mm-hmm. little bit, those are the teams that like right out of the gate, they just hit the ground running and right. they jump out to like a, they're like seven and two or something like that. Yeah. Or they're like the Eagles, you know, that they just one loss here, but you, mm-hmm. you know, they're just rolling over teams. This Broncos team is not really in that same position. You know, they know how hard they've worked to get to this point. So, Mm -hmm. uh, and and they know how slim a margin some of these games, they come right down to the wire. So I don't think that that's happening. And the other thing that we heard from some of these guys, they were talking about how difficult Wednesday practices are in particular Mm -hmm. and like how much like detail goes into some of these practices. Um, You know, I forget who we were talking to, but they said, oh, I think it was Javante Williams. He said, uh, sometimes if you're not executing practice like the exact details that Sean wants, he'll just restart the period. 
you know, and wow. so these guys uh, are, are really locked in, I think, now, and they know what the expectation from the coaching staff is. So, you know, I think by preparing so hard during the week, you're, you once you come to game time, you're locked in you're and ready. you're just ready to roll here. Mm -hmm. So no, I think for this Broncos team, it really does start in practice. Yeah. And these practices have been tough. They've been physical. Um, the scout team has been, get, you know, Sean Payton talked about how yeah. the scout team's been given the defenses really good, good luck so um i do think that practice is where some of this turnaround has changed just in the detail the physicality right. just understanding what the expectation is that started in practice mm -hmm. and now you're seeing it really carry through into some of these games yeah it's like our good friend steve atwater he always says you know if you practice hard then the game will be easy. game is easy yeah. yeah exactly you know and so coming from steve that that just you know tells what? you that's that's right. what it is that's what it's like yeah so. Well, a couple of critical games coming up, Phil, in a three-game road stretch. I oh know head coach Sean Payton and Russell Wilson talked about it earlier, and, you know, they're not bothered by it. You know, it's not a challenge for them, but, yes. gosh, I don't like a three-game road stretch. Oh, it's a you, challenge. It is hard, uh, I think, for staff because, like, maybe uh, you try to get away a little bit on a Saturday afternoon or something yeah. like that. That's just gone, gone. now. So uh, I do think that for some people working with the organization, you know, you're working Monday through Friday, Saturday there's practice, and then you're on the road. And mm -hmm. so, like, uh, by it's the time long. you get to that third one, it's, it's tough. But I do think that for the players, if you just – just take it one week at a time yeah. you're like this is just a road game yeah. you know you're like not it's thinking not about three road games exactly in a row. you gotta yeah. just take it one at a time here and and i think what it's uh this one's in houston mm -hmm. that's just an hour away that's you know true. that's sort of a shorter road yep. trip la to the um, next week la the next yep. week uh and then to detroit so yeah not I long think road that, trips then yeah. yeah it's not terrible um two of them are uh in a dome you know and right. the other one's in la which is you know kind of might as well yeah. be a dome so <laughs> Good point. um i think that uh, I think that th these kind of factors play into it. And, um, you know, when the Broncos go to L.A., there's a lot of Broncos fans a in ton. there. So I think if you just take it one game at a time, I think that that's the best way to approach it, like from a football perspective. But it is hard. I think the organization's only done it nine times uh, right. in its history, three in a row. Mm -hmm. um, not, and, but very it, common. it is hard. Yeah. I remember 2014, they did this. Mm -hmm. That was a pretty good Broncos team. And they went on the road to St. Louis at that time, oh, at the time to play right. the Rams and they lost that game to a not very good Rams team mm -hmm. and you're like maybe this is the impact, impact of, of the... playing three games yeah. uh, in a row on the road there not quite just like sharp that day for the Broncos so right. uh, you do hope that uh, they're able to keep this streak going keep keep it going yeah. but it, it does start one week at a time I think well, as cliche as that sounds it's true though it's <laughs> true yeah hopefully that doesn't happen this time around yeah but, exactly yeah. Well, Phil, thanks for joining the show today. Thank you very much, Sid. Always fun on a Wednesday. Yes, it is. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. I'll see you all then.